Cliff Central is turning one, and to celebrate, we're giving away half a million rand in smartphones. Half a million rand in smartphones. You could win just by listening to Cliff Central on WeChat every day during every show. Yeah, baby. If you want an upgrade or you need a new smartphone, we'll hook you up. Win with Cliff Central and WeChat for the month of April and visit cliffcentral.com for details. T's and C's apply. It's time for a WeChat workout. WeChat. Go to the Cliff Central account. Tap connect. Then message to show. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindeke, the good news guy. I absolutely love Tuesdays, and I say that every Tuesday as I start the show. It's uh, the best day of the week. I get to hang out with you lot, bring you all the good news from around the world. Um, and more so, I mean, this week was, yesterday was like a Sunday, so today is a happy fake Monday. Yeah? I love a good fake Monday. I love a good fake Monday. <laughs> Look, the weekend was a bit emotional. There was a lot going on. Um, South Africa is still suffering from, I would call it the xenophobia uh, hangover, if we can call it that, because it's not over yet. I was going to say, I think the party's still going. I don't think we're at hangover stage just yet, unfortunately. Party, the festival. Um, other parts of Africa have also started to retaliate, which is not great news. Uh, we had a whole bunch of stuff with the Nigerian government pulling their officials out, sending uh, official statements to the South African government. Nepal, how do you say it? Nepal. I would say Nepal. Nepal. And your English is usually quite good. Nepal suffered a devastating earthquake over the weekend, um, and, and the, the numbers are just rising there, which is incredibly sad. Chile had a volcano erupt, and Baltimore was literally set on fire yesterday. We'll talk about all those stories um, during this emotional time. More so, we're going to try to find the good stuff in there, because it is. There's always something hiding there's always a silver lining to every cloud. There's always a silver lining to every cloud. And uh, as as our great father of our nation said, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And that's what we want to do today. We uh, we want our light to shine. Before I catch up with Nikki Abbott, our very English good news correspondent. Hey, Nick. Hey. Before, do you know what I always think when you say that? Go for it. Like we should... Not that I want to listen to it, but we should record my voice now and then record it in like three years' time and see if I'm still as English then as what I am now. I've, I no, hope I I've am. known you for three, four years, and you have generally maintained. It actually gets a bit worse when you go back. I'm not going to call it home. When you go back to the UK. My mother will kill me for saying that. <laughs> when you go back to the UK and then you come back this side, um, it generally gets a little bit bad. Like your, your accent is quite hectic. Quite hectic. Uh, I do find I talk quicker when I've been back home as well, but uh, yeah. then I come home and everyone's like, slow down, and then I feel like I'm talking like this. Well, that's sort of what it sounds like now. <laughs> um, before we get into the show, I'm going to ask you, and I just said, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to, the, to do the same. What are you doing today? What are you doing every day? To let your, your light shine and inspire people around you to do the same. Next, that's a question for you and for all of our listeners. What are you doing today that is creating inspiration for the people around you? Because I think it's important. I'm going to give you a little bit of inspiration if you're listening. And it's only because our birthday is on Friday. We're turning one. Whoop, whoop. 
the it's naughty to, naughty twos. What is a one? Like um no, I think ones are still okay. It's when you get to the twos, it's the terrible twos, isn't terrible it? Terrible twos, yeah. Okay, so we're going to be one. It's Cliff Central's birthday on the 1st of May. And to celebrate, we're giving away half a million rands worth of smartphones. If you guys have been listening, I'm sure you've been picking up those smartphones left, right, and center. You can win just by listening out for the question on Cliff Central. Uh, submit your answer on WeChat, on our official account, by tapping Connect, then Competition on the menu. If you want an upgrade or need a new smartphone, we'll hook you up with the Samsung Galaxy. S4. I could use one of those. I could use one of those. Yeah. Win with Cliff Central and WeChat for the month of April. Visit cliffcentral.com for details. T's and C's apply. The question today is an incredibly difficult one. I don't know if they're going to get this. <laughs> I just don't know. The, we just need a first name. Uh, who is the host of Untapped Talent? Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Well, it's not Nikki. <laughs> well, no. We know that much. Uh, the question is, who is the host of Untapped Talent? And the way to, to enter that competition, like I said, is to get onto WeChat right now and enter the competition and hopefully we can uh, get you on air if you win. Do you think if I'd like set up a, a fake WeChat profile that I could enter? I'm sure you could. I think my profile picture would give it away though, hey? Well, next year, you're, you're starting to become a, a well-known celebrity around these parts. We'd, we'd know who you are. We'd know who you are. Damn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next, it's been a couple of crazy flipping weeks. Um, there's a lot going on in the news. Uh, where do we start? Xenophobia? Yeah, that seems to have uh, taken over quite a lot here. And I suppose, I, well, I suppose on the positive side, like everywhere seems to be getting on board with this. Every time you switch on the TV, listen to the radio, whatever, there's all these hashtags, say no to xenophobia and all that kind of stuff. So I suppose it's nice that everybody's jumping on board. Yeah, I just don't know. Like that, that for me, it's a touch and go situation. Um, Richard Mulholland was on, on Gareth's show this morning and he actually the one day said something to me on Facebook. I was quite upset about it because I, I, t- I take everything personally, but I realized that he's actually so flipping right. Hashtags don't do anything. No, unfortunately. And also the people that it should be targeting, I don't think have Twitter and phones to do the hashtag. So unfortunately it's, it's reaching all of us that are already converted to the against xenophobia, but the people that it should be reaching. Yes, so we much. get, we get it social media. We all say no to xenophobia. Yeah. Let's do it in real world as well. Um, are you affected at all? I mean, you're English. I haven't been. Um, not yet. I don't sit in my room shaking day to day, scared to go out just yet. Um, but I suppose, you know, I have got an escape route if necessary. Correct. You could <laughs> I've use- still got that maroon passport. If, yeah, you know, you could run away quite easily. Get Not out. that I would want to, though, in all well, honesty. Because you love South Africa. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, mother, close your ears for a second. It's home at the minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got her. She's staying in South Africa. I think we're winning. So, no, no, it hasn't really affected me directly. I mean, it's obviously emotionally affected me because it is sad to see what they're doing to people. And I think the sad thing that the, the people that are doing the attacks don't seem to realize is that South Africa isn't the, or Africa isn't the first country to be affected. Go to England. I mean, we have all the Polish taking all of the jobs in England, but you don't see us stabbing and killing them for it. Yeah. Do you know, it happens in every country. Every country has got people there that are taking other people's jobs. And it's, it's just, it's the it's way, just, it's it, the way the economy works. Every, unfortunately. Everybody is a foreigner somewhere. Exactly. Sort of what it comes down to. Um, the, the, just yesterday, which was our Freedom Day, and, and we'll get into that now, but just yesterday in Baltimore, in, in America, things got crazy. They're literally burning down Baltimore. There's huge riots. Um, the people of Baltimore are not happy. Uh, on the, I think it was the 21st of April, there was a young citizen in Baltimore who um, the, apparently 
And this is, the media portray things sometimes that they want you to. Yeah, it's all hearsay. That's it. So I did read a couple of reports and there was um, a gentleman, I think his name's Freddie, and he uh, was on the side of the road and he was chatting to a bunch of friends. The, the city is riddled with drugs and crime and all sorts of stuff, as most big cities are. And the cops were going towards him on their bicycles and he started running. Uh, they then chased him because he was running. Not because they had anything on him. Yeah, he just, obviously, why they, is he running? They caught him. He resisted the arrest. They arrested him. They put him in the van. The cops didn't do protocol properly. They were supposed to, like, fasten him into the van. Um, and he sustained, they, they, they had him for 45 minutes. Uh, they were driving around Baltimore with this so guy. So, like, it, 45 minutes is unaccountable for. Correct. They, that the police don't know what was going on. There were a whole bunch of eyewitnesses that said they saw the van being stopped and him being pulled out and, and like, beaten up and whatever the deal was. And uh, and he got a spinal injury, which led to his death. Sure. So, it's a, it's a, a terrible story. Yeah. I suppose the tough thing in that circumstance as well is you don't know, as much as people are saying eyewitnesses, you don't know what the police and public relations are like there. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So there's reports going on at the moment, and uh, and yesterday it all just broke out. It went flipping crazy because it was his funeral, and the people of Baltimore are they're just upset. It's black. It's black against white. It's um, the police against citizens. It's all these different dynamics, and uh, and and yeah, there was a huge riot that started yesterday. They were throwing stones at each other, um, and the big thing, exactly like here, the looting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm upset because someone was killed by a policeman. So I'm going to break into a shop and steal an Xbox so that I can play. And so the shop owner had absolutely nothing to do with what was going on, but he's still going to suffer for it. Hugely confusing. Out of this though, and it's a couple of things that I saw on Twitter this morning. There, there's a couple of photos that are going around that shows you how flipping crazy the rioting is. The first of them, which I'm going to retweet uh, during the show, but it's a, it's a mom. Who, it's a video of a mom that's caught her son looting and she slaps him upside of the head like I've never seen. <laughs> Well, I suppose at least she's teaching him the right way. You know, looting isn't the answer. What are you doing that for? What's it going to achieve? Is it going to bring him back? No. She slaps him upside of the head. It's it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen because in the middle of this crazy rioting, Baltimore stones being thrown, crazy, crazy. The mom's going, "What are you doing? <laughs> that is not the way to act. You need to be, you know, um, protesting. Do something that's going to actually do something. Yeah, don't the stealing from this poor shop owner is not going to help. No, and then the the next video which I showed you before the show, which is. It's just so funny. There's a bunch of <laughs> there's a bunch of guys that have stolen like a kid's train. Okay, let me just elaborate because obviously you can't see what the picture that we've seen. So basically, the train that they've stolen is a Thomas the Tank Engine train. It's one of those like giant Thomas the Tank Engine electric trains that probably goes a maximum of like two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like hanging off it like, woo, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> We're so great. We stole a train that goes two miles an hour and looks like Thomas the Tank Engine. It's really it's really a funny picture to see because you, you have no idea what they're doing with this train. It's just ridiculous. Third picture um, is is a guy that's being interviewed. And he's standing in front of the camera, and there's a rioter behind him who's got his mixtape. <laughs> hey, look, any advertisement, any publicity is good publicity. So obviously <laughs> he's taken the initiative, and he's like, there's TV cameras here. Let me get my name out there. It's really funny. It's just a, a, a funny thing to see in the middle of these protests. Maybe he wanted his like next slogan to be like, 
listen to my track as seen on Sky News. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. And then the last one is um, these two kids who, I mean, we're obsessed with selfies. They, they're in the middle of the riots and there's cops behind them and, and fires and all sorts of things. And they're both standing there taking selfies. Yeah. Memorable moments. Exactly. I mean, that's one to log on Facebook, I suppose. It's just mad, mad, mad. So that, that's what's going on, uh, in the US of A. I don't know if you saw, but before the weekend, ESCOM announced that we should all be prepared because they're going to be having something called a load shedding festival. Do you think they just added festival on there to make people like not be so miserable about it? Well, it upsets us because you can't call having no power a festival. Well, that's what I mean. They're trying to like, Make it sound cool or like appealing. So they're like, yeah, we're going to have a load shedding festival. It's like the join, best festival around. Join the festival now. Yeah, it's like a festival in the dark. Just mental. But they didn't. Um, they, they broke their, I mean, they've been going on and off for the last 12 days or whatever. And they broke that. And we didn't have load shedding once the whole weekend. No, we didn't either where I am. No, the, the whole, no, the whole country. It oh, was, really? It yeah. stayed off completely? It stayed off completely the whole weekend. So we all had power for the long weekend, and boy, did we need it. Yeah. I was going to say, from what I know from certain people that I've spoke to, I don't want to name any names or point any fingers or anything like that, but um, you know, some people might have needed the electricity to sort themselves out for the hangover. Well, there are those people that do get out of hand over these times. Mm. We don't judge. No, we don't. I don't know anybody that did that. No, she's looking right at me. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a cool long weekend. It was, it got out of hand. There were lots of parties going on. There always is, always is. Um, one one company over the long weekend who did do good. They didn't just sort of shoot tequila and have hangovers. Um, is a little pizza place in Hout Bay. Okay, now as a non-South African, I just want to check. That's in Cape Town, right? Yes, it is. Okay, just checking. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've been there, actually. I think I have as well, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, so a little pizza place in uh, Hart Bay. They have got a pay-it-forward scheme that they started. And um, basically, for every... It's 10 rand a slice, and for every six slices, wait, 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 for every six slices sold, a full pizza will be donated to one Hart Bay charity of your choice. Oh, that's cool. So you're basically buying someone else a meal, which I think is incredible. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of these pizza places do like buy one, get one free pizzas and stuff like that. So surely by you buying those six slices, it funds enough for them to make another one. Yeah, yeah. And they've got, they've also got a list of charities. So if you don't have, um, a charity that you support in the area or whatever, they've got a roulette wheel. Okay, so then you can you just spin pick. the wheel and then it'll choose the charity for you and, uh, you can. That's also a good idea. Cause not everybody will, like I imagine Cape Town has a lot of visitors, you know, people that aren't from Cape Town or even from South Africa. So they're not going to necessarily know any charities. So, you know, so it's good that they've got that option as well. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. You like it. Uh, what did you do yesterday? Cause obviously you're from the UK and yesterday was, is South Africans freedom day. Yes, um, I'm not going to lie. Um, yes, I do live in a bubble. And no, I did not know this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Freedom Day, um, it's an important day in South Africa's history. And, and right now we're busy carving out old history and forging new history. And, and yesterday it was 21 years since uh, the first, first full democratic election. Okay. Where it was the first time that um, black South Africans could vote. Okay. I've seen the adverts on TV, so... You like, sort of knew. Yeah, I sort of knew. I had a very chill day. I went to the most beautiful restaurant, um, like out Honeydew, is it Midvale? 
No, uh, what's it called? I would go with Michalisburg. Uh, I would say Mulder's Drift. Mulder's Drift is yes. pretty right as well. So like Mulder's Drift, Honeydew side. Yeah. Um, it was so nice. Like you drove down the driveway quite far and then the restaurant is like, it's like in fields and there's like a river running through it. It's like you're in the middle of the countryside. It was so nice. So you celebrated Freedom Day the right way? Yes. That's amazing. Without knowing, but yes. But it's, it was a beautiful day and it's, it's a good part of history. I was sort of tweeting and, and making sure that people knew that I stand for this part of history is important and it's amazing. Three tweets that I found, um, which I'll just read out one because uh, I think it's funny. And an, a tennis... Anna Tinnis will retweet it so you can see what her name is. Yeah, but she tweeted, to today, democratic South Africa turns 21. The sort of 21-year-old who borrows the BMW without asking and then prangs it. <laughs> Happy Freedom Day. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I also like the one from Jonathan, and I'm assuming it's wit, not wit. I would say wit. I uh, really? Yeah. See, I get confused with you guys with your W's that sound like V's and all that. Um, South Africa is a 21 year old you still love, even though it comes home late and pisses on the carpet after crushing your car into a tree. <laughs> it is true about being 21. I mean, that's, that's sort of where we stand with the 21. Yeah, I like that one. Crazy, crazy times, crazy times. So, um, one of the other things that happened was, was the big earthquake in Nepal, which was devastating. Yeah. Incredibly devastating. Yeah, I think I heard on the radio on Saturday morning or something, and they were at something like 600 casualties or something like that. Well, they, that, that number's shot up to about 4,000, and they are predicting that there's going to be about 10,000 people sure. that have, uh, have suffered from this. Um, but some of the, th- the good things that came out of this, um, one was Facebook's safety button. Yeah, what is this? What, I've heard it, but I don't really know what it is. They launched it on Saturday after the what, what had happened in Nepal, and... Uh, all it is, is basically if you're in the affected area, you can use your Facebook to check in with a safety button and it sends a message to every single one of your friends letting them know that you're okay. Oh, that's such a good idea. And when you click on the, the message that you get, because one of my friends, um, when I worked in Bangladesh, I met a couple of people and one of the Bangladeshis was there. Oh, sure. So he used the safety button and it sent me a message going... I'm part of this. This is what's going on. When you click on it, it gives you a whole bunch of information about what's happening. And then it says, I'm okay. And it's got a little list that, that says, um, like Robbie, who was on the show last week. Yeah. He's climbed Everest. He, he's a climber. He's got a lot of friends and he posted the photo of the safety button and it said on his eight people are safe. Eight, eight of your friends are safe. Four of them, there's no contact. Sure. See, that would. See, I like the idea of the safety button in terms of you press it and it sends a message out, but having that, like saying there's been no contact from four of your friends, it's, that's, that's quite hard. It is quite hard, but the, the point is it's better knowing than not knowing. I suppose. And also like when you, when these things happen, do you know, like for example, like 9-11, you know, the phone lines are so busy with everybody trying to phone that you can't get hold of people anyway. So I suppose it's a cool another medium that you can use so it's not jamming up the phone lines. But that is like, I think that would be hard to read. Does it list who, like which friends have made yeah, contact and which yeah. ones haven't? You can see. And I, th- I think the way that it, that it lists the people that haven't made contact, because you physically, ha- sometimes it, it'll give you the option. You physically have to go, I'm okay. okay. But if you've checked into Sands and City in the last day, 
Yeah. And Sanson City gets affected by something. Then it'll have you in that list of people that have not checked into yeah. Sanson. Well, I suppose okay. like, well, like the iPhone has your location on. Yeah. So even if you haven't touched your phone, it can pick up your location as to whether you're in that area or not, I guess. Completely. I've got a list because at the same time, you, you want to help. You want to help, but yeah. how do you help? Yeah, exactly. Like what you, you, you could do something that's really pointless and isn't actually going to help, where there's something much more simple that could be Correct. a lot more effective. So I found six different organizations that are actually working with the people of Nepal to help them. I keep saying it wrong. I can feel I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> um, they are, they are helping them. There's six of them. It's World Vision, Oxfam, uh, Samaritan's Purse, Care, Save the Children, and UNICEF. I've just tweeted the link to, to that if you want to get involved and help the people. Cause I think it's important. Yeah. I think anything, any little thing you do, I mean, it might be something really simple that you didn't even think of that they need. Like it doesn't necessarily involve you getting on a plane and flying over there and starting to try and dig people out. Agreed. Agreed. But this is the good stuff. And and we're supposed to be focusing on the good yes. stuff, yeah? So we're going to play a little clip. I think Nikki's going to take her earphones off. Oh, God, yes, I am. <laughs> we're going to play a little clip. And... Uh I'm just here to give you your top five good news stories from around the world for this week. Okay, so starting at number five. Number five, we have the waitress that didn't actually know that her customers were listening to her when she was having a little bit of a chat with one of her colleagues. And those customers left her a large tip, so that obviously made her day. At four, we have Stephen Hawkins. Now, Stephen Hawkins um, was at a conference and he answered every girl's dream question. Why did Zane leave One Direction? The answer he gave, you'll hear in just a little while. At three, okay, after 30 years of a woman being misdiagnosed with a horrible disease, they give her one pill and they fix it. How amazing is that to be able to walk after that long? Number two, an anonymous donor pays off $360,000 for a guy's mortgage. He lost his wife, he lost his home in a landslide. Now he's debt free. And at number one, the top of the pops today is some South African residents are patrolling the streets of their town to protect the non-South Africans that live by them. What greater achievement is that? See you soon. That's Nikki bringing us the good stuff. Is it over? It's almost (laughs) like it's Inception because you're sitting in here, but you've also brought us the good stuff. I know. And... It, it does, it does. I do not like to listen to my own voice. Oh, but Nikki, it's so beautiful. It matches how beautiful you are. No, stop it. Oh, stop See, it. just with one sentence, you make it all better. <laughs> we've, we've actually got a good news story all the way from uh, Ireland with Cindy, who said she's bringing the good stuff with her to the dentist. She's just sent us a WeChat. And, uh, every time I hear someone say Ireland, I just want to say my little line. Do it, go. If that's the way the rats are going, it's good enough for me. It's from Titanic, it's all she knows. It's all, she it's knows. all I can say with an Irish accent. Sorry, I'm probably making you cringe there, Cindy. I so, do apologize. <laughs> so, top five stories and, and coming in at number five, um, like we just heard, was the waitress who didn't know her customer was listening while she was talking to the other waitresses, just having a conversation. Yeah, and then they... And, and basically the conversation was she's trying to save money because she wants to see her son. She has to go on a trip to see her son because her son's not with her. Um, and she's trying to save money, trying to save money, trying to save money. And the, the, what would you call him? The, 
the person, the the customer, the customer, customer, um, the customer had uh, overheard this. His meal was only costing nine dollars, and he left her a two hundred dollar tip. Sure, like, and I know that sounds really stupid, but you know, like. When you say nine dollars, I know that it's like it's no comparison, but like you always think like nine rand. So when you think like two hundred dollars and you think it's two hundred rand, you're like, oh, that's not actually. It is a lot of money, but it's. But then when you actually think in dollars, I mean, what's the exchange rate at the It'll minute? It'll be like two two thousand five hundred rand. Sure. Like imagine left. getting that as a tip. It, it, I think that could be life changing for for if you're working as a waitress. That is something that you could use, especially if you have a goal like going to see yourself. But if you think of like how far two thousand rand can go. Like that's a flight to Cape Town. Yeah. That's petrol for a month for some people. Uh, that could be petrol. My my brother's just got a car and I think his tank is 300 rand to fill. Yeah, well, my he, tank is like 370 rand to fill. And he he fills it twice a month. So that's a, that's two months of fuel for him. Yeah, okay. Well, I fill mine like once a week. So mine is like, that's like a month's worth of fuel for me. Mad crazy. But imagine what that stuff can pay for. I mean, that's like food that could feed for like maybe two weeks for my household. Totally. Totally. So, I mean, yeah. it's a big difference. It's, it's, it's a really cool story. And it's also cool to hear people are, people are helping each other, which is the most important. And what it's about is, is being there for other people, paying it forward. Just making someone's day without them expecting it as well. Totally. Totally. Um, our next story is Stephen Hawking, who he was at a conference, really cool, because he's such a serious guy. And, I mean, he's so intelligent, He's incredibly intelligent. He's got all this stuff going for him. And he was at, at this conference as a hologram. So he wasn't actually there. Uh, yeah, obviously. It was a hologram. Well, not obviously, but yeah. Hologram on stage. And he was answering a whole bunch of really, really intellectual questions. People were asking some serious stuff about quantum physics and, and how to change the world and, and all sorts. And the last question of the, the evening, we've actually got the clip, which I'm going to play. Um, it's just, I mean, to have a sense of humor is cool. So have a listen. Well, we have a final question from Samantha Sue. Samantha, please stand up if you're out there. Uh, what do you, th- here we go. What do you think is the cosmological effect of Zane leaving one direction and consequently breaking the hearts of millions of teenage girls across the world? And I confess I have no idea what I'm talking about, but. St- <laughs> Stephen, you follow these things much more closely than I do. So uh, what, what do you say to Samantha? Finally, a question about something important. <laughs> My advice to any heartbroken young girl is to pay close attention to the study of theoretical physics. <laughs> Because one day, there may well be proof of multiple universes. It would not then be beyond the realms of possibility that somewhere outside of our own universe lies another different universe. And in that universe, Zane is still in one direction. So I don't know if you heard the end there because there was a whole bunch of people laughing. But basically he says, uh, and in that other possible universe, you could actually be married to him. Like in that what? 
what possessed the person asking that question to ask that question? Like you say, like it was a really serious conf- conference where they were like finding out the meaning of life and all that kind of stuff. And then someone asks about one direction. Like what, what even? It's questions that we need to know. Well, you of know. course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, totes. I think it's flipping cool that he, he turned around and he said something so positive about it. And, yeah. Um, and it was funny and, and you could laugh, you know. But that could have gone the other way for the person asking the question that could have had not. Could have not had such a good response. But I suppose they vet all the questions before they... Yeah, they must do. They must do. Cindy says uh, it's it's a pretty good Northern Ireland accent, actually. There are so many here. Um, I still sound South African. So she's actually from South Africa. Originally. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, our number three story is after 30 years of having a misdiagnosis, a woman was cured in two days with just one pill. That's crazy. Like how, I mean, obviously I'm no doctor and know nothing about medicine, but like to get it so wrong for so long. I think it just became a normality. So they were dealing with something which they thought they had dealt with. Yeah. They didn't further investigate that it could be anything else. Nick, she's actually got the same um, surname as you. She does. We're not related. Sharon Abbott. We're not related. Well, not that I know of mum. Maybe you can shine a light on that one for us. (laughs) She spent 30 years believing she had cerebral palsy. Uh, She was in a wheelchair, couldn't walk. Life was not great for her. Uh, She got re-diagnosed and they realized they'd got the diagnosis wrong. They gave her a new set of medication and within a couple of days she was walking. Can you imagine what that must be like for her though? Like obviously, I mean, the frustration of not wasting, but all that time spent. But can you imagine what kind of outlook she has on life now? Yeah. You know, well, the thing with the article, and I'm going to repost this, is that she said, even though she was misdiagnosed, even though she was in a wheelchair, even though it was all the stuff going on, she, um, she still got married. She still had kids. She still lived a life. It wasn't like her life just ended. But no, no, I know that. But just imagine like the difference it has now. Like before she couldn't go and play football at the field with the kids, whereas now she can. Yeah. Like, imagine what different outlook on life she has now. Before, I'm assuming that she probably couldn't drive herself, whereas now she can learn to drive. Yeah. Like, crazy little things like that, like the independence that she'll now have that she didn't have before. Just phenomenal. Uh, Number two is the one that you told us about. Another, uh, um, It's another money story. A gentleman had lost his wife, his life, his house, his everything in this landslide that happened in Washington. And an anonymous donor gave him $360,000. To pay off his mortgage. To pay off his mortgage. Yeah. Like, I mean, anybody would be happy with that. Do you know, like just to, the fact that you don't have a mortgage to pay off anymore must be a dream come true. But after you've gone through everything else and the fact that the person is st- remaining anonymous is also, that's like a true good act. You know, they're not doing it for any recognition. They're not doing it to get any publicity. They're not doing it for anything other than the fact that they just wanted to help this guy out. It's staying anonymous, which is just insane. It's really, that's goodwill. It's someone paying it forward without wanting anything back. Yeah. They're not, they're not expecting anything from it. They're not doing it from a business perspective. It's literally just, they're a nice person. I love it. I love it. Um, again, and this is our top story because of what's going on in South Africa, because of the xenophobia, because of, the feeling that South Africa has, I'm going to repost this as well. Amazing story. A community in South Africa have decided to just look after their foreigners. But again, you know, the thing that gets me with this is that it's, they're, they're protecting their foreign neighbors. Like two weeks ago when they were your neighbors before the xenophobia thing started again and you guys were going and drinking together in the Shabin or, you know, cooking food together or you know, sharing a taxi together, it didn't bother you. Now, all of a sudden, 
you know, this has happened. And unfortunately, the, I mean, these people are doing the right thing and they're stepped up and they're actually protecting them. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, when I watched, uh, I can't remember where the report was on, but you know, the guy was saying like he could never move back there because the people that were pretending to be his friend two weeks ago are now the ones that are fighting with him. It's disgusting. So I think it's really nice that they're actually taking the high road and. Yeah. I think it's amazing. These these residents are from Palm Ridge Extension 4 in Ecoleni, and I think it deserves a mention that they are not following the masses. They're not doing what everybody... They're not being bullied by the masses as well into just falling in. You know, they're sticking up for the people, these people that are their neighbors and are their friends, and they're not just going to turn on them because of everybody says so. Yeah, they're patrolling the streets to keep it safe. They said they'd rather keep all of their, their neighbors safe. Yeah, I think that's so nice. Absolutely incredible. Uh, this is Cliff Central, and uh, you're tuned into the good stuff. It has been locked away from the eyes of the world, chained, never to be released. But now, it wants to get out. Stay tuned to Cliff Central weekdays to find out how you can unleash the Jeep Renegade. Find hidden codes and videos posted by Jeep SA, and you could win Jeep Renegade prizes. As well as become the person to single-handedly unleash the Jeep Renegade upon the shores of South Africa. Are you renegade enough? I'm a renegade, I just hit the ground running. Visit unleashrenegade.co.za to find out. T's and C's apply. Hey, one cleaners, Worcester, Kunrad speaking. Hi, Conrad, this is Chad from the Glen Gables Hotel in Worcester. We're looking for a new cleaning service. I found your number on the internet. Would you be interested? Yeah, flip great. Where are your offices? Well, on the corner of Alaho and Aldo, across from the Beef Cack and Tag Shack. Cack and what? There's more than one Worcester out there. Reach a more relevant audience by advertising with the Yellow Pages. Visit yellowpages.co.za and get listed online with South Africa's most trusted business directory. Yellow Pages. For local, reliable results. You're tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central and... This is what I love about what I do, is that I get to highlight good stories of people making a difference. It's it's why we do what we do. It's why we have the show. It's why we have the platform, that we can bring you really cool stuff that people are doing. Um, we've got Angelique joining us in studio. Hi. So it's, I think it's your first time on radio. It is. Well, how does it feel? you at the Cliff Central Studios. Is it mental? Is it crazy? I'm so nervous. No. <laughs> Don't be nervous. It's uh, easy. My it's heart easy. is beating out of my chest. It still is. You know, um, it's uh, we're here because you're doing great things. So, so I think we'll dive right into it, and I'll sort of ask <laughs> you a bunch of questions so that we know who you are and where you're from. Who are you? Where are you from? Um, Angelique. I'm from Joburg. Where in Joburg? Bedford View. Bedford View. I'm from the south. I grew up in Alberton. So <laughs> Close. I know neighbors. Neighbors. I know about Bedford View. I used to go jolling there. There used to be a whole bunch of clubs. Um, and what do you currently do? Um, during the day, I do health and safety for an engineering company. And then in my spare time, I do events for charities. And that's why we're here. <laughs> that is exactly why we're here. Because you're doing a whole bunch of events for charities. Yes. Um, you've, you've recent, it's recently something that you've got involved in. Yes. And uh, you're using your expertise to help charities. I am. What are those events? What are you doing? What is the... What is the gist of that? Well, there's so many, and then so many charities that need help. And we normally, as people, think you need to give money or something like that. But it's your time, your services that they really appreciate. And that's exactly what you're assisting with, yeah? Yes. What, I mean, you're, are you developing the events? Are you fundraising for them? Well, some of the charities that help with new events and host them. Others, it's assisting them with the events that they're already doing. Okay, okay. Yes. Some of the charities that you're working with? 
Sunflower Fund, Cotlands, um, Dogtown SA, Chosun Cape Town. How did, you, how did you get involved with this? Where, where did that come from? Events and charities has always been a passion of mine. So I was just sitting one day and thinking how I could combine the two and just started getting hold of charities. Is that you literally just picked up the phone and started getting hold of them? Exactly. And were they, were they quite, um, were they quite open to you coming in and, and wanting to help? They were. I didn't expect them to be as open as they were. I mean, I've contacted so many charities and all of them actually were so grateful. I think the biggest thing that people need to remember is that charities do need help. That That's part of why charities exist is that they need the sponsorships. They need um, the expertise. And if you cannot give up money, hard cash, because that's what some people think that charities need, just the hard cash. What you're doing is giving up your time, yes. which I think is really, really important. I actually think the time is more valuable as well than the money because actually having the person with the expertise, I mean, you could give them all the money in the world, but if they're not utilizing it properly, then it's actually not going to help them at all. Well, not not going to help them at all, but do you know what I mean? Like it's not going to get the most out of what they could have got out of it. So the time is sometimes the better thing to to donate because then they know that they're actually utilizing it properly. They're getting the most out of the event. They're getting the best publicity that they, that they can possibly get and, and getting the word out there. No, I think it's incredible. I think what you're doing is incredible. Your, um, the, the couple of the events that you've, you've sort of listed here, you've got, uh, the Sunflower Fund annual gala dinner on the 18th of July. Yes. Um, which you're assisting with. You've got the frozen birthday party for magical moments on the, on the 15th of May, which is around the corner. Yes. Uh, children's golf day, 11th of June. Uh, spring party on the 29th of August, ladies high tea, 16th of August, sunflower fund golf day on the 3rd of June. I'm going to list all of these so that, <laughs> that people can see them. Thank you. Um, you're even doing a flash mob. Yes. What's that about? Um, Dogtown SA is something they've always wanted to do. It's basically to promote Dogtown SA, to promote adopting instead of buying from breeders. Um, so on the 6th of June at Coles World Center, we're doing a flash mob, um, Rhythm Divine Studios in Madrand have offered to give lessons to anyone. It's going to cost 10 rand for whoa, a lesson. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Everybody hold the phone. 10 rand is all it's going to cost, and you can be a part of the flash, flash mob. mob. And all that money actually goes to Dogtown SA. That's what? awesome. <laughs> um, I want to get involved. Awesome. I was going to say, I want to do it. I l- awesome. I love flash mobs. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I think they're really cool. And when done well, they're super fun to be a part of. I'm looking forward to it. But also, like, if you're, if you've got to do the training together and stuff, you know, it brings everybody together that's got a similar interest as well. So also, it's an opportunity to meet new people, networking and all that kind of stuff. So that's the flash mob, which is happening on the 6th of June. Um, I'm going to take all of these different events and I'm going to, I'll list, do you have a Facebook? I do. So we have a Facebook. We're going to repost the Facebook so that people can see and keep up to date with all the events and get involved. Great. Um, yeah. I also see that you've got a, a Halloween. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Halloween. A Halloween doggy walk on the 31st of October. So yes. you guys have planned quite far, far in advance. We have. And, uh, and basically we're going to do a doggy walk for Halloween. Um, there's flash mobs. I'm excited. <laughs> Gala dinners. You know. But so like the gala dinner, is it's a case of like, say for example, I wanted to attend the gala dinner. It's just a case of purchasing a ticket and attending and it's that kind of event. It's yes. not specifically to only certain people. Anybody's able to come. That's correct. That's awesome. Absolutely amazing. Can we get your Facebook details so that people can get involved? It's Angelique Ardropoulos. Surname is spelled A-R. I was about to say, how do we spell that? <laughs> A-R-G-Y-R-O-P-O-U-L-O-S. We got that. I'm going to retweet... Uh, 
her her link to her Facebook. I'm also going to put it up on our Facebook so that you can get it there. Um, and you can get involved at these crazy, amazing events. Um, even if perhaps you're listening from overseas and you just want to get involved, uh, you can give up a little bit of money is what, what we need. If there's any corporates involved, of course you can Please. get involved. <laughs> we need We need the sponsorship. You're listening to uh, the good stuff on Cliff Central. We'll be right back. Like a small boat on the ocean Sending big waves into motion Like how a single word can make a heart open I might only have one match But I can make an explosion That was the fight song by Rachel Platten, I think her name is. We'll just go with that. I've never heard of her before. Neither have I. It's all just new. All these new people coming out of nowhere. <laughs> Every week I have uh, a segment where I call Change One Thing Tuesday. And I don't spell it Tuesday either. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Because you can. If you change one thing, you literally have the ability to change everything. That's what I believe. It worked for me. I can make it work for you. It can work for everybody. And uh, we can change the world together. Today, I don't just have one. I think because it's not really, this is not a real week, is it? No. Well, th- th- this whole month isn't like a real month. This week in South Africa, um, we've only got three working days. And I... Some of us only have two. <laughs> high five. <laughs> we just Bluetooth high fived each other. Um, we Today we're on radio, so Nix and I are not really working. Um, sorry, Half day. Sorry for everybody listening in the office. And, uh, <laughs> so I was making staff. And tomorrow um, we'll, we'll do a bit of work. We'll, we'll get stuff in there. Thursday, I leave for Cape Town. Yeah, and Thursday, well, okay, so Friday, I leave for Dulstrom. Have you been there before? I have. I'm very excited. It's beautiful. It is. I'm going for a wedding, so I'm just worried because it's a wedding. I'm wearing a dress. It's going to be flipping cold. Yeah, Dulstrom does get cold. Yeah, last time I went, I would think I was dressed like more wrapped up than I am when I go to England in December. Yeah, it's cool. But it's okay, but I'm excited because it's such a beautiful place and the place it, we're staying is so nice. Dolstrom's very pretty. It's, it's a lot like, and I'm going to say this, but Scotland because it like sort of got the valleys. Yeah. And in the morning you wake up and there's mist everywhere. And it's just green. Like there's lots of, well, it's depending on what time of year you go, but it's very like, it, there's a lot of grass and the place where the little farm that we stay on has got wild horses roaming in their lands because he's got like hectares and hectares and hectares of space. So they have wild horses living on their property. Hence why we like to go there. That sounds amazing. I'm going to go um, to the mountain and I'm just going to, you know. See, that's also nice. I'm a little bit jealous. What's the weather like in Cape Town now, though? Beautiful. Okay, that's nice. There's it hasn't be... got to the rainy, cold, horrible stage yet. No, nope, there's going to be icebergs. There's going to be wine farms. There's going to be restaurants. <laughs> icebergs, not as in in the sea, but like the drink icebergs. The drink icebergs. <laughs> All right, so my change one thing Tuesday is how to stay motivated, um, especially now that you only have one working day this week. It's incredibly unmotivational, you know. I, I think that's quite motivating because I've got to get everything done in one day. I've got to motivate myself to get all my work done in one day. That's motivational. So our first thing here is have an attitude of expectancy and know what to expect. <laughs> expect that I'm not going to do much work. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least we're putting it out there. So we, we can put that expectancy out there. The second is take control over what you can and stop worrying about what you can't. I think that's a big thing that peop- everybody should do. Like that should just be standard. They should like, you know, like on the back of cigarette packets, they have like, this can harm your health. They should have like, 
I don't know. On Li- the, life quotes. Yeah, like on the back of cereal boxes or something. Okay, so my my control of what I can is to work you as hard as I can on Wednesday. And, and then s- not and stop worry. worrying about it because it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a great analogy. <laughs> the, the third thing is read and listen to positive information. That's pretty damn simple. Yeah. And I say that often. Um, you are what you surround yourself with. Uh, you've got to have that positive information. Positivity flowing. fuels positivity. It does. It does. Um, and that leads us to number four, which is be with positive people as often as possible. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I... That's literally the only reason I keep you around. What? Because I'm so upbeat. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're positive and you bring that positivity t- to every situation. Yeah, and you know, and, and probably this is the wrong way to look at it, but I'm too lazy to be negative. Negative takes a lot of effort. It does. It like does. it's so much easier to be positive. Agreed. Agreed. Number five, speak positive affirmations. I like this. I, I made a decision a couple of years ago that, um, because I find that in the corporate world, the communication is off. Um, an email can be taken a million different ways. Yeah, that is the biggest problem. An SMS and WhatsApp. Yeah. Like, so, unless you use those little emoticons that are like. <laughs> but sometimes you can't. Like, if you send it to a client, XOXO, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work. So I decided, um, a couple of years ago, two things. One, I will always be kinder than necessary in my communication. Yeah, so people know that it's meant in good way. And I end my emails off with a positive affirmation. So it's never just, it, I've got emails before where people sign it and just go B. Like, yeah. Which I don't, I, I mean, I'm not judging you. I'm not a judger. Uh, I'm day. a judger. When people send emails and they don't put their like signature on the bottom. Or they spell your name wrong. Especially, no, don't even get me started. It's not even worth it. <laughs> so my, my emails, um, every single email that I send out, it ends off by going thanks and only good things because I believe that for everybody that I, that crosses my path. I sound so uh, hippie. I should take my shoes off. <laughs> but I do, really. Thanks and only good things. It's important to me. Um, so speaking positive affirmations, I think is important to everybody. We then have uh, number six, which is learn from your mistakes instead of repeating them. Yeah, I think that's also a good one. Again, people always take, when they make mistakes or when they do something that they shouldn't have done or whatever, they always, they always take it as a negative. Whereas actually turn it into a positive, learn from it and just don't do it again. Yeah, agreed. Don't agreed. necessarily dwell on it. Agreed. Uh, we've got at number seven, make a plan. There is a very popular saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I love saying that. What, uh, failure to prepare is preparation to fail. Nikki, I've taught you well. Yes. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, just um, plan. Put something in place. Put something there to put you on the right path and it'll get you to where you need to go. Yeah, I think that it applies to every aspect of life, whether it be work, personal, whatever. Making a plan just makes everything go a lot smoother. Even if you don't stick to the plan 100%, no, at least you've you got an, like an idea. Agreed. Agreed. Then we've got number eight, which is celebrate accomplishments, whether big or small. Um, I think it's important to do that. Yeah. If you, there's that thing in sales that if, um, you get a sale, they're like ring a bell and everybody's really happy with it and uh, it's, it's happiness is, you know? But it's also that positivity fuels positivity. Do you know, yeah. like if you're, if you've had something good and someone else is positive about this, the, the accomplishment that you've done, whether it be, I managed to walk one kilometer a day, whereas before I couldn't even walk a meter. Do you know what I mean? Like even if someone just acknowledges that, then it makes you feel really good about it and makes you want to do it more. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, I just don't want to lose this. Number nine is build a support team. I've got my support team. You're right here. You're with me. You're next I to me you. all the time. I got you. You got me. You got me. And number 10 is, uh, 
Rehearse your victories. Like yeah. when, when you've accomplished something, redo it? Yeah. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again and again and again. Someone who has accomplished something is actually on the telephone right now. Hi there. How are you doing? Yes, sir. Gareth, how are you? Uh, it's brain speaking from the good stuff. Who am I talking to? And uh, I've got one question for you. It's a simple one. Who is the host of Untapped Talent? That's it. Congratulations. You have just won yourself a Samsung Galaxy S4, buddy. Oh, my God, man. It's so exciting. What what phone do you currently use? I'm using my father's Samsung Galaxy Pocket. Oh, well, thank goodness. Now you've got a Samsung S4. Galaxy. Yeah, that's a great thing. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. Awesome. Keep shining that light. Keep tuning into the good stuff. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks a lot, sir. Thanks, Have buddy. Cheers. Bye. He just won the Samsung Galaxy S4. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit jealous. <sighs> I needed that phone. Yeah? Okay, well, maybe I didn't need it. But, but I really wanted it. it. Really, really wanted it. It's like the one with that funny... I know. Side glass it's thing. Pretty. It is pretty. It is pretty. And we'll be giving away more. So if you do want to get involved, uh, if you want to win yourself a phone, keep listening in. This is what it's all about. You just got to keep listening in and uh, you stand the chance of winning a phone, yeah? High five to that. High five to that. So, next, um, I feel motivated and I feel inspired and I'm not really worried about all the stuff going on in the country. Why? Because we're only working one day this week. Yeah. You know, you got to look silver lining to every cloud. Silver lining to every <laughs> cloud. We can definitely say, um, I mean, if you watch sort of, if we have to touch on xenophobia, it's going down. It's, it's not yeah, I don't worse. think we're hearing as, of as many attacks. And like, I know that it is a big thing and I might get slated for what I'm about to say, but whatever. Like they did prove that a lot of the videos that were shown weren't actually from now. So I think there's a lot of, been a lot of talk about it and a lot of hype about it, but like, hopefully it's on the down now. No, it is. That's that's the biggest thing is that during times like these, social media, I think, is important to use. That's your light that you can shine. That's your uh, that's your platform that you can inspire other people. I started the show by saying that. Use your light that you have to inspire other people. And social media is the prime example of that. It's so easy to be an armchair warrior and to, to post things and to say things that are just completely negative um, during situations. Post videos and pictures that are from 10 years ago. Yeah, that don't have any effect on actually what's going on now, but then it fuels it. It gives a reaction, and that's what people want on social media mm. is reaction. I am, am putting it out there. Use your social media as your platform to shine your light today. Happy light. Happy light. Happy light. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, we'll quickly give the contacts. It's cliffcentral.com. Brent Lindeku. Next underscore Abbott. She does have a Twitter, and I promise you she's beautiful. <laughs> so if you, if you want to log on and check that out. Um, it's been amazing hanging out with you today. We love Tuesdays. It's our greatest day of the week. Uh, you're tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central. We've spent the whole show chatting about good stuff, giving you pointers, bringing you good news stories. We also do tweet and Facebook all of those links so that you can see them as well. Um, the actual stories, because sometimes getting into the nitty-gritty is a little bit better. Yeah, also, you know, we don't always have time to cover everything 100% and, you know, spiel out all the facts. Exactly. We need to stay motivated. We need to stay, we need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. If people are the problem, people are the solution. I'm going to leave you with this this week. We can change the world and make it a better place. It is in our hands to make a difference. That comes from Nelson Mandela. That's one of his quotes. That's a beautiful quote. But when you said, let's make it a better place, I did want to start singing Michael Jackson. 
I don't mind if you do. We can end the show off with you singing. People will never listen again if they hear me singing. <laughs> it has been incredible. <laughs> if you want to catch up with more of the good stuff, you can uh, tune in on iTunes. You can also go to cliffcentral.com. The buzz is coming up next, and it looks like they've got Rubber Duck in studio. It's a bunch of ducks jumping around. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, and only good things. Cliffcentral.com.